Triple HFM Sports in association with Atlas Chartered Accountants, HK Post, Hornsby RSL and ISC Sports welcomes you to Splinters, your no-holds-barred sports podcast. Here's your host, the raging bull, Anthony Caruso. Good evening and welcome to Splinters, the bench podcast on Triple H 100.1 FM, streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com, Apple Store, YouTube Music, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeart and all good podcast sites. We do it all for Atlas Chartered Accountants, the Hornsby RSL, The Post and ISC Sport. Anthony Bull Caruso back with you for a, another installment of previews for the, the winter of sport in 2022. And this time we go from the round ball to the oval ball. Yes, we are going to be starting off our previews of New South Wales or rugby league action. And we start off with the big one, the knock-on effect at New South Wales Cup. It is a big competition, the main feeder competition into the NRL and a critical developmental position for players plying their trade for an NRL contract. Indeed, this podcast tonight is so big that we've had to go out and get two of the brightest stars now coming through the ranks and aiming for that illustrious NRL contract. Joining us first off is one of the players from our one of our sister clubs, the North Sydney Bears. You do know him as, I guess, the brother of one of our callers on the show, and he is in line as well, possibly for the Sydney Roosters, Jesse Marshgay. Good evening to you. G'day, guys. How you going? Very, very good. Very good. After the stifled season last year, you must be raring to get back on the field again. Yeah, mate. Keen as a bean. Um, it's been, obviously, a long preseason. Um Last year didn't go the way we wanted it with only playing 10 games. But, um, yeah, no, really looking forward to the season. Joining us tonight as well is a, a newcomer on the show, but one that is one of the rising stars. He has just signed with the Western Suburbs Magpies. Very excited to have him on. Aidan Perry, good evening to you. Hey, mate. How are you? Very good. How does it feel being on radio for the first time? Uh, it feels pretty good. It's a pretty uh, new experience, so I'm excited to – Chat on this. And, of course, the fact that we've got two players from, I guess, traditional rugby league rivals in the Bears and the Magpies, we can expect plenty of spice to be thrown up tonight. 12 teams to go through as well. Plenty to talk about. Let's not waste any time. Let's get straight into it. The referee's out in the middle now, and he's about to blow play underway. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Splinters. We're going to kick things off tonight with our first team in alphabetical order. It is the Blacktown Workers Sea Eagles, the, the feeder team for the Manly Warringah Sea Eagles. Jesse, I want to come over to you first off. And the signings keep coming, and Blacktown Workers have just announced a big one. Yeah, mate. James Sigiaro, I heard um, earlier this morning, he signed with the Blacktown Workers. So, mate, that's, a, that's an unreal signing there. That'll, that'll really benefit them a lot. So. Now, this is a club that's um, traditionally um, now become the feeder team for the Manly Warringah Seagulls, a very sort of, uh, I guess, a relationship that many would not have seen coming given the, I guess, not only the distance but the cultural difference between the two. Uh, but how have you found the – how have you found the – 
movement of players between the two clubs and the way the Blacktown workers have sort of developed into this New South Wales Cup team. Yeah, mate, they're always a competitive side um, every year in the comp. I've asked them. Um, obviously, their under-20 side, the development through that system, uh, either into New South Wales Cup or first grades, always very strong. Uh, yeah, a, little, a lot of good players coming out of that system. Um, and Aiden, as we go to you, a couple of names that we've seen pop up in, in the NRL coming from time to time, but there's a couple of players here that will be raring to try and make their mark into it. And in particular, the two names I've got in front of me to watch out for would be Ben Travojevic and Livingston Cheekham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd be um, really trying to cement a spot, trying to move move forward from Blackdown workers. So, um, yeah, they should have a pretty good side. Um, we versed them last year in Flag, so I'm sure they've got a few Flag boys that have gone up to Cup. So, yeah, they should be a decent side. How do you how do you see this team panning out this year? Is uh, do you think they're going to be a um, a Premiership contender, or do you see them realistically being a team that's going to be battling for the finals position? Um, probably a team that's battling for the finals positions. I know that they, you know, throw a few players together and sign a few players, so they're going to need to get some chemistry going. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. And your your thoughts, Jesse? Yeah, mate. Um, I reckon they'll be uh, pretty competitive this year, as usual. Um, obviously, with Sigiaro there, that's going to give them a lot of confidence um, throughout the year. Um, you know, you got players like Kurt DeLewis, Little plug for him coming down in the Blacktown workers' side. Uh, plays a little bit of first grade here and there. Um, players like that will really lift the team. So, mate, they'll go good, I reckon. We then move on to the the next team, the Canberra Raiders. And it's sort of an unusual dynamic now, Aiden, given that Canberra for a long time were using Mounties as their feeder team. They've now gone out on their own. But Canberra, for over the last few years, ha- have shown no issues with bringing players up. And they've picked up, a, along with having Sam Williams there, they've also picked up Matt Frawley this year. Yeah, that's a that's a huge boost. I mean, he's got heaps of NRL experience. And um, anyone who's got that in a, in a side who's done it at the top level and, and done pretty well up there, it's always going to help you out. So, yeah, they should be – they would be um, quite competitive – a couple of the other names to mention here as well. Jesse, guys, you probably would have played against and have got reputation in generations. Clay Woolno and Albert Hopawate. Yeah, um, I know uh, I know uh, of Albert uh, coming through the ranks. He was uh, a couple of years younger than me, but his name always kept popping up and he's done quite well. Jesse, the... The lineup here is is a team that once again is going to be is going to be highly competitive. And now that Canberra have taken this team in house rather than pushing it out to Mounties, do you see much difference between having a New South Wales Cup team and an NRL team in the same unit, or do you see that separation sort of working in advantages? Yeah, mate. Um, obviously, having that. Um that in-house sort of team, uh, Canberra Raiders, you know, New South Wales Cup team benefits you massive, I think. Just that transition into first grade into New South Wales Cup, you know, players coming back, the last thing they want to do is sort of travel, um, obviously, to different grounds to train with Mounties and stuff like that. It just makes things a lot easier with the transition-wise. 
But I reckon, I reckon it's going to benefit them a lot this year. Um, they've obviously got a lot of first-grade experience there and uh, I reckon they're going to be also another very competitive side. A tip for, a tip for yourselves, I'm, I'm looking at it with, with, the, with Sam Williams in there, Matt Frawley, Alba Hopawate, Clay Woolno, a couple of other thoughts that came to mind. Mitch Souter is a very, ha- very handy player in his own light. I could see this team being a top-four contender. Yeah, for sure. Um, mate, they're one of those teams that every time you see them, uh, see them on the ladder, you know you're always up for a tough game. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a very exciting year and um, yeah, I'm looking forward to versing these guys anyways. And Aiden, I can't imagine you'd be looking forward to the Canberra the Canberra away trip in the middle of winter. Oh no, it's good. it's going to be cold down there. Um, you know their team's always full of you know shorts, those stocky type of players. Um, they all got big legs, so yeah, it'll be a tough game. I still have mem- I gotta admit, I still have memories of that Canberra versus West Tigers games, the the one and only rugby league game in Australia to have ever been played in snow. And I think it was Bruce Stadium, just, yeah. just a blanket of white. Wouldn't that be a good experience? <laughs> you, you wouldn't have any issues diving for the line from five metres out. Yeah, I'd be diving from 20 metres out. That's how it would be. Oh, boy. Cam- Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs make their return into the competition this year. And, Jesse, you know, your, old, your old club once upon a time, they dropped out of New South Wales Cup, threw their players over to Mounties, and they've come back this year. Mm. Yeah, no, it's um, yeah, no, it's good. To, good to see Bulldogs got another. I uh, got their Canterbury t- uh, Cup team. Sorry, in the comp. Um, this again brings that transition into play. It's a lot easier that way. Um, just yeah, no, they'll be another competitive side to be honest. Like folks like Brendan Wakeham, um, you know, whoever drops back, they're always their first grades looking looking unreal this year. So I'm sure that's going to sort of um, sweep into the New South Wales Cup team. So, mate, they're, uh, they'll be very competitive too. This is an unusual one here, Aiden, because this is something that uh, that appears that Trent Barrett has pushed for in particular to have a team properly back in New South Wales Cup, which has sort of put the relationship with Mounties under quite a bit of pressure I believe at the at the moment that the arrangement is that they're going to be sharing players to both teams. But how do they how do they negotiate out of this one now? Ah, uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not too sure how that works. I was talking to one of the boys who's at Mounties this year, and they're not quite sure who's going to drop down, who's going to be playing, who's going to be in the squad. So, yeah, it does make it a little bit difficult. But um, I know for a fact that. If I got dropped down, you'd probably want to be playing for the Canterbury team. You know, um, you got that you know, Bulldogs emblem on your jersey. Probably gives you a bit more pride, stuff like that. Um, but I, I'm not too sure how it works. This is going to be fascin- fascinating to see. And given, I guess, what we've seen from the record of the entire coaching staff that has moved over with Trent Barrett, speaking as a Manly fan, I've got to admit, I, I couldn't have been happy to, happy to see the, the rear end of him leave. And for him to go to the Bulldogs was just probably, you know, a match made in heaven for me. But given for these guys that they're going to be coming through this system, um, he is known for being a very good attacking coach. But I just wonder if there's going to be some issues with this team defensively. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know how, the, how it's going to be at all. So 
Um, you'd think that they'd be working on their defense, especially if he's an attacking coach, and they'd be working a bit extra, uh, a bit extra on that. So, yeah, it will be interesting. It almost would have made sense, Jesse, if they kept um, Dean Pay, given how good he was in defense during his career. Yeah, Dean Pay, he was um, he was a real defensive type of coach. Um, but you know what? Like, I'm not sure who their defensive coach is at the moment. You might be able to help me out with that, Anthony. But um, you know, having that attacking there, Bulldogs—they're known for their defense. So I'm sure, I'm sure players, old players, they're um, yeah, that's their bread and butter. So I'm sure they're going to be still good in defense. And um, you know, having that option there is Trent Barrett being a really good attacking coach is really going to suit them well. I think so. And good luck to them. Well, let's see how they go. But for mine, I don't. I think they're going to be. I think they're going to finish outside the top eight. I think this is going to be a year where there's going to be a lot of dynamics that they're going to have to try and figure out, especially with this relationship with Mounties. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's definitely a a three year goal plan there. Um, we'll see how it ends up running out. So, Aiden. Yeah, I I, I do agree with you there, hundred percent. We then move on to the other side of that relationship, which is the Mounties Club itself. And what, what's fascinating with this team, Aiden, is how many players have actually been retained uh, from the Mounties squad from last year. Um, Isaac Williams still still leading the forward pack there. Uh, Dean Madison in the in the halves. It's it's going to be a fairly competitive lineup. And I think I should mention as well, the other player from mine that I think is going to be quite handy for this year will be Jack Miller. Yeah. Um, it, they'll have a they'll have a, a really good side. Um, it's one of those sides where, you know, you, on paper you, you, you underestimate them and then, you know, they come out and blow you off the park. So, yeah, that, they'll, be, they'll be great. Real, like, underestimated side. And there's one player here, Jesse, that you would have played quite a bit of rugby league against throughout the time coming through the ranks is Cameron Cryer who I did say has been at more clubs than I've changed underpants. <laughs> yeah, no, Cam, he's a good he's a good player, mate. He's um, just having a quick look at the team list there. No, Declan, Declan Cassie's there, um, Kane Kalachi, Chris Smith, little Deity's there. Deity's a good crafty little hooker. So, mate, players like that, yeah, you do underestimate them, but um, they can play, that's for sure. So, yeah, no, they'll, they'll go good. And and we know what Mounties are like at the um at down at the paddock at Aubrey Aubrey Keach. It's it's not it's not a pleasant ground to play at at the best of times, and it just gets even worse when you've got a packed Mounties fan base sitting right on top of you as well. Oh mate, there's nothing worse rocking there on a Sunday afternoon playing against Mounties at three o'clock in the afternoon. I could find a lot of better other things to be doing, especially when you're losing, that's for sure. And like you said, with the crowd there, it makes it even worse. And on top yeah. of all that, if it's 30-degree heat, it's the worst thing ever. So, oh, Well, I mean, it's you know, early on in the season, you can get those near 30-degree temperatures still in March, April. But you could just imagine during the middle of winter, it's not quite Canberra, but it can get bitterly cold out there. Yeah, so, totally. Totally agree. 100%. Uh, your thoughts on this team? I think I, for me, they're the they're the, the great unknown. They're, they're the kind of team that, as you said, you know, they could fall, they could, they could underperform, or they could just blow teams out of the park. I'm going to hedge my bets. I'm going to say they're going to be there or thereabouts for the top eight. Yeah, I'm going to say out of the top eight. Out of the top eight. Yeah. Just oh, okay. There's there's the first um, 
There's the first difference in call. This will be fascinating to see here. Let's go to team number four. It is the Newcastle Knights, probably one of the biggest squads in the competition. An interesting relationship with this one as well, Jesse, because none of their players will actually filter through into Ron Massey and Sydney Shield. They'll be spread out through the Hunter competition. Yeah, no, they have a very big squad there. Um, so I'm not sure what the the comp is like. I've, I've heard good things about the New South Wales comp. Um, obviously, very, being very tough, um, uh, but I'm sure I'm sure these players. There's a couple of good names here in the in the list, so um, they'll be another competitive side. Newcastle always are, and you know what? It's it's probably one of my favourite. Um, favorite games is when you're sort of traveling up to Newey playing at their stadium, especially when they get a big crowd, packed crowd after. You know, the, when everyone gets all the Newcastle fans are up there watching the first grade, so you sort of get it, get a few of them in the second half. And um, yeah, no, it's a good, it's a good vibe, that's for sure. And some decent names that are that are flowing through here as well, Aiden. Um, the the likes of Harry and Matt Croker playing for them, um, Kobe Davis. And two very famous surnames um, who are lining up here. One of them, Nick O'Mealy, and the other one, Jesse Cronin. Yeah. Also, you got um, yeah, you got a few other good players there, like Dylan Lucas and stuff like that. There's there's a fair few good names there. Um, they always throw together a competitive side. They're tough as Newcastle always tough as. So it's good to see them. Uh, it's good. It'll be good to play against them considering they missed out on flag last year. They didn't have a flag side. So it'll feel pretty, um, pretty different uh, when they pull on the Jersey and run out against you this year. One name I forgot to mention, Jesse, as well, is a kid that I had the pleasure of watching during his time playing for the old Peninsula Seagulls, but young Jack Johns, he's moved away from fullback. He's now playing in the second row. But he is a classy player and a guy you could definitely see playing first grade for the Knights. Oh yeah, mate. He's um yeah, he's a very classy player. He's um obviously yeah, he's put on a bit of size since twenties and that. He's playing in the back row, but you know what? He's a he's a very crafty back row and it's um yeah, it's a good player to have sort of in the back row. Um, you know, so a player that's capable of of doing a lot of different things, kicking, passing, whatever you want. Um but, yeah, I can definitely see him playing a bit of first grade this year. Um, yeah, he normally goes pretty good. So, uh, Looking at this looking at this lineup here, I've got to say, these guys, Newcastle is one of my premiership contenders here. It's a very strong lineup. I forgot to mention as well, Kane Evans in the front row. That's ridiculous. What, how is Kane Evans still considered part of the New South Wales Cup squad here? Yeah, mate, he's, um, he's an absolute handful playing the big fella, that's for sure. Um, I'm sure he's going to get a bit of first grade time this year, surely. Um, I guess he'll just buy his time and then, yeah, he's, he's definitely a first grade player, that's for sure. Absolutely. My, as I said, my tip, I think these guys, not only top four, I think genuine premiership contenders. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I reckon um, definitely definitely in the, my top five, that's for sure. Aiden. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't, I don't mind their side. Um See if they can put it together. I'm sure they've all played juniors together. So, yeah, I'd say top eight for sure. We then move on to our last team before the, the break. It is the Newtown Jets. And Aiden, a very disruptive, I guess, setup to this year because there was a lot of debate about whether they were going to continue their relationship with the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks. It was back and forth, back and forth. It's been confirmed it's happening again this year. 
they're going to go out virtually the same lineup that they've had for the last couple of years. But for mine, there's one name that is really sitting out there as to how he is still in this lineup here and why he hasn't moved. And it is, um, I think, been one of the big underachievement stories in terms of raw ability is Addison Dimitriou. Oh, yeah, big Addison. Um, I've played against him a few times. He's a, he's unreal, unreal. He like he's so confident on the field and he can do everything. He's he's fast. He kicks goals. He's a bloody big unit. He lives and breathes football. So yeah, it'd be good to see how he goes, especially versing him. It would be you know a good experience. Well, when you consider as well, Jesse, that this is his with I believe it is his father who's now coaching South Sydney. How he hasn't made the move just straight over. Is that Addison? Is it? Yes. Yeah. No. Nah. No. Nah, he's um. Yeah. Like Aiden said, mate, he's such a he's such a good player. He's, he's so much potential in the kid. He's, yeah. He's he's got all the ability, the speed, you know, the um the built and everything like that. Um. Unsure why he hasn't made the move, but um, I know he's got a couple of kids, Addison, um, and he's got a missus there and everything like that. So, but yeah, he's uh, he's such a great player, and um, wouldn't be surprised if he if he went over to South. To be honest, we then go through the rest of the lineup here, and it is a very handy lineup. The likes of Brock Gray, Bronson, Bronson Garlic, uh, Royce Hunt, who's there or thereabouts for first grade as well. Jack Williams, Jackson Ferris, the um, I believe the uh, the son of Jason Ferris, now coming through the system there, um, and Kale Iro in the centres. This is a team that's got a lot of talent, and you can be sure that Henson Park is going to be pumping once again for Newtown. Yeah, always is, mate. Um, Newtown, you can't beat a Newtown crowd, um, especially when they're playing at home. Um, play. Obviously, Bronson plays like Bronson Garlic. He's at Melbourne this year. Um, he had a really good year last year. I think he was their highest try scorer. Um, but yeah, mate, Newtown always has a solid team, especially the boys coming back from Cronulla. Um, always a big forward pack, and yeah, like you said, the crowd they get at Henson Park. I don't, I don't think half the people there are even watching the footy. They're just on the piss. But um, <laughs> mate, the new, they love it. They love their footy. Um, everyone gets around it, and that's what sort of that's what G's the players up. They love they love the community there, and um, that's what they play for. So, and Jesse, I think for yourself personally, I think probably one of the real big experiences you've had was playing in playing in the annual Frank Hyde Shield match. Um, and it has got a special place in the heart of everyone in New South Wales Rugby League. Yeah, that's it, mate. Um, yeah, it's got a, it's got a real soft spot there. Um, just about the history, or just about the Newtown history and about the club. Um, obviously, I played a, a year there, and um, yeah, they sort of live and breathe their footy there, and um, the, not the community and all the coaching staff and all that get around the the Newtown jersey. So mate, they play, they they wear their heart on their sleeve, and they're um, they're a historical club, and yeah, no, they they're really good. Aiden, this is it's. On their day, we've seen them beat anyone. They've won the premiership a couple of times over the last few years, so they are going to be there or thereabouts. It's just a question of how much pressure Cronulla puts on them for players to come up through the ranks. But you know, you would say they would at least be a top eight contender. Yeah, easily. I reckon you know, top two. Um, 
they're they're unbelievable. Like even the the boys that they've got up in NRL at the moment that they've just signed, um, you know, they're not going to have room. I think they've signed about three or four hookers um, and a couple locks and. So, yeah, they'll, they'll definitely have a great side coming into this year. Well, with that, we're going to go take a break. And when we come back, we'll have part two on our New South Wales knock-on effect cup. This is Splinters, the bench podcast on Triple H 100.1 FM, streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com, Apple Store, YouTube Music, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeart, and all good podcast sites. We do it all for Atlas Chartered Accountants, the Hornsby RSL, The Post, and ISC Sports. We'll be right back. It's time for the crew to catch their breath. We'll be back after this short break. Do you think the government deserves more of your hard-earned money? If not, make sure you talk to Atlas Chartered Accountants. Atlas Chartered Accountants makes sure the money you earn stays in your pocket through legal tax planning strategies, from finding that last tax deduction to tax-effective business structures for asset protection purposes so you can invest in what really matters, your family and business. Visit their website at ihatetax.com.au. Atlas Chartered Accountants. They are dedicated to you and dedicated station sponsors of Triple H 100.1 FM. Hornsby RSL Club, your perfect place to catch up with friends and family. With dining options ranging from modern Australian favourites in the courtyard, authentic Asian cuisine from Keku, or delicious wood-fired pizzas from Level 1, there is something for everyone to enjoy. Join us weekly for entertainment activities such as trivia, meat raffles, bingo and free live music, or grab some tickets to see one of our first-class entertainment acts in the showroom. Thinking of holding an event? Let our friendly events team guide you through every step to create the perfect event for any occasion. Visit our website at hornsbrsl.com.au for further details. Hornsby RSL Club, proud sponsors of Triple H. Want to look your sporting best on and off the field? Then make sure you get kitted out with ISC Sport Teamwear. ISC Sport are Australia's leading name in custom sports uniforms with a wide range of sportswear tailored to your team's needs. 100% Australian-owned and fully customisable, ISC Sport cover all four winter codes and cricket, basketball, netball and hockey, as well as training and outerwear, ensuring you look the part when representing your community. As Don Rizzuto would say, look sharp and play pretty with ISC Sport. Visit their website, iscsport.com, for more information. ISC Sport, official clothing partners of Triple H 100.1 FM. Streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au. Bowling is back in Hornsby. The Attic offers a 10-pin bowling experience like no other, with Australia's first ever augmented reality scoring experience that will take your game to a whole new level. With a selection of traditional and custom-built arcade games, the Attic Entertainment Precinct is complete with a bar and lounge area to keep you entertained for hours. Specialising in kids' parties and celebrations, the Attic at Hornsby RSL Club is perfect for your next special event. Whether it be an afternoon out with the kids or a night out with friends, it will be an unforgettable occasion that will bowl you and your guests over. Visit our website, theattichornsby.com.au for more information. The Attic, proud sponsors of Triple H. Welcome back to Splinters, your no-holds-barred sports podcast. Welcome back to Splinters, the bench podcast on Triple H 100.1 FM, streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com, Apple Store, YouTube Music, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeart, 
and all good podcast sites. We do it all for Atlas Chartered Accountants, the Hornsby RSL, ISC Sport, and The Post. Anthony Caruso here with our special guests, Jesse Marshkay and Aidan Perry, talking about the knock-on effect New South Wales Cup for 2022. Aren't we excited to see Rugby League back out on the field? And we're going to start off part two with our one of our favourite clubs here. Of course, Triple H will be back on board calling the North Sydney Bears from North Sydney Oval. Jesse, you had us down at the, at the games a few times, and I, I bet you must be excited to see these games covered once again on Triple Eight. Yeah, that's it, mate. Um, can't wait. Big season ahead. Um, looking forward to it. Now, given we've got the Bears now, it is your team, your opportunity to really start to pump the tyres up on this team. So, fire away. Yeah, mate. We've uh, we, yeah, we've really had a tough preseason this year. Um, last year, we obviously didn't... Um, didn't, didn't go the way we wanted it to, but um, really ripped into preseason this year and uh, we're raring to go. The um, the relationship with the Sydney Roosters, um, it's starting, it looks like it's starting to bear fruit, of course. Once upon a time, for those of you who don't know, Sydney Roosters used to feed their excess players out to the Wyong Roosters. North Sydney were aligned with South Sydney. That's now changed. North Sydney going to the, to the North Sydney now feeding the Sydney Roosters. Much easier drive going from North Sydney to the Olympic Stadium than having to go all the way um, out up to Wyong. But, um, you know, this is a team that is, you know, blessed with talent. And we're not just talking about your your brothers in this lineup in particular, but a lot of guys that have had plenty of not, not only New South Wales Cup experience, but NRL experiences, the likes of Brad Abbey, Drew, Drew Hutchinson, Sione Hopawate, Freddie Lushik, um, Harrison Edwards, um, and Luca Moretti. This is a very solid lineup. Yeah, mate, it'll be um, it'll be very similar this year. You know, exactly what you said. There's a lot of first-grade um, experience there. You know, a lot of good players coming through the system, um, whether they're dropping back or, you know, developing and transitioning into first-grade. There's um, there's plenty of talent there and um, just makes for, for, for good competition, really. Has there been anyone that's come up in the squad in particular who you, you think is going to be a player to watch out for in this team? Yeah, um, obviously, New South Wales Cup. Um, you know, Brad Kieran is going to be probably another another hooker to watch um, coming to the Bears. He's a he's a really crafty hooker um, that has had plenty of experience, obviously, in the New South Wales Cup. So he'll be a good one to watch. Um, and obviously, a few of the boys coming back from first grade, um, blokes like Billy Smith coming back from injury, um, you know, Sammy Walks or Drew Hutches, whoever it may be. Um, they're such talented players, and um, obviously, um, that, those folks like that will really, um, really go well this year. So, well, Drew Hutch- Drew Hutchinson in particular, I remember watching him. I think it was like a 2021 year old when he was playing for the Illawarra Cutters, and he tore the competition apart. And then I was so unfortunate. The very next year, he gets himself up to a an NRL developmental contract and tears his ACL. Uh, that was just an absolute heartbreak. Uh, watching a couple of games that he played, this I thought this kid could have gone on to actually take St. George Illawarra onto bigger and better things when he was playing for the Cutters. Oh, definitely, mate. He was um, he was definitely a star of the comp. And, um, you know, he's such a beast of a player. He he was sort of 
in his twenties career, he was he was torn torn around with a comp, and um, you know, it was very unfortunate he, he did that with his ACL. But um, credit to him, um, the big fellas sort of brushed that off, and he's got himself back in the first grade, and he's he's absolutely killing it. He's really um, taken taken that halfback role under his wing, and um, mate, he, he's killing it. So now, Aiden, given that this is the um, this is the opposition, given the uh, the very the very good terms you are currently on with Jesse. This is probably the only time you are now allowed to turn the heat up on him, on the family right now. So I am giving you free reign to absolutely rip into North Sydney. Nah, nah. Um, gotta gotta keep it keep it real. They're a good team, and um, obviously I haven't even played a game of cup yet. So um, I just great. You don't want to. You don't want to make yourself a marked man yet. Yeah, I don't want. To, <laughs> I don't want him to take my head off. So um, <laughs> I'm just I'm just keeping it down low and just doing yeah. my thing and. Yeah, they're a great team, and they'll probably they'll probably end up winning it. Um, they got the team to do it, so um, yeah, they're definitely a team to watch. Jesse, what is this? He's actually <laughs> being nice to you. Yeah, mate. He, um, I think he knows where he stands. To be honest, nah, he's <laughs> joking. I'm sure. I'm sure there's going to be pl- plenty, um, plenty of sledging out in the field when we're versing each other, and um, I'm sure there'll be a lot of banner out there. That's for sure. Yeah, oh, the difference is he'll be in the middle making the tackles, and I'll be dishing it from the outside. So that's what I do best. <laughs> oh, who are you gonna who are you gonna have lining up alongside you to protect you? Nothing. I'll, um, I'll be sending all my big boys at him. I'll just be watching. <laughs> That's it. That's smart. It's brains. Oh, oh, this, this is what this is what rugby league's all about. It's just it's knowing when to knowing when to pick your battles and just go. And then other times going, yeah, oh, I'm just you guys just handle this. I'll just go over here. Thanks. That's <laughs> it, mate. That's why. Um, that's why I play halfback. The brains, I reckon. <laughs> Too true, too true. Now, North Sydney, obviously, Jesse, you're you're backing the boys in. You're saying you're going to win the premiership, correct? Yeah, mate, we're going to win. We're going to take it all the way. We're yeah. going to win the premiership this year. And, so. and then when we go to Aiden, you, you're just going to say, "No, nah, this is this, this is the spoon right here," correct? Yeah. <laughs> uh, magpies are going to go through undefeated. Yeah. There you go. There you go. There you go. Hey, we always yeah. allow we always allow license to back the boys in. In fact, we're disappointed if it doesn't happen. To be perfectly honest, so uh, not we expect nothing less from that. Let's go over to a team that we can all agree, um, except for Mary Kay, who's probably listening in right now, given how high a diehard fan she is of this team. But everyone else has got is well within their rights to just to dump on them. It is the Parramatta Reels. <laughs> <laughs> We can all agree, can't we? Yeah. But look, let's 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 be fair on this. That they do have some decent talent here, and I think for mine, one of the interesting things here, Aiden, is that this is starting to become a a club that's just able to pick up players here and there, and in particular, picking up the excess players who seem to fall out of favour within the Penrith system. Yeah. Well, they seem to be able to pick them up, and then. Um, Parramatta is able to develop them quite um, quite well and turn them into first graders. There's a lot of Parramatta. Well, they may not be Parramatta juniors, but they have come through the system that end up playing NRL. So, um, yeah, they do have a very good um, setup there. So, yeah. 
a couple of players that I've seen in this in this lineup in particular um, here, Aiden. Uh, Jordan Rankin, who's been in the competition forever and a, and a day. Charlton Schaffenhausen, who's coming up through coming up through the ranks. Uh, Will Smith, who we saw get some first grade experience there, and a couple of players who obviously need to keep an eye out for in Kurt Dillon and Nathan Roche. Yeah. They're all plenty of, plenty of quality players there. Um, I feel like throughout the competition, there's plenty of um, talent in all the lineup. So um, you can't really know unless uh, unless the uh, season's halfway through who's going well and who's not. So yeah, they're they're, they're another team that's uh, quite underestimated and can be underdogs too. And Jesse, the great advantage that Parramatta's got is just how big their system is. Because not only have you got this team in New South in the New South Wales Cup, but you've also got their feeder teams currently sitting in Ron Massey Cup and the Sydney Shield, the likes of Wentworthville, Cabramatta and Hills District, and then the form formerly applied Guildford Owls. Like this is a this is a club that could really just draw players from four separate feeders into the one system. And it's a wonder that they haven't performed better across New South Wales Cup and the NRL, given that catchment. Yeah, well, I think, um, you know, clubs like Wentwell, Wentworth, sorry, they're, um, they're such large clubs, so they're able to sort of scout players and bring them into that system. Um, obviously, Parramatta Eels having that um, New South Wales Cup team now, um, the transition uh, is a lot easier. Um, obviously, like you said before, they've got such a big, big squad so um i found last year a lot of them that aren't playing first grade that week that probably should be a lot of them are just going back down to the new south wales cup and their cup team are uh, a very talented team so um mate they're uh they're definitely a top a top five or six um team they're they're always a, a hard side to come up obviously young guns like will penasini uh he had an unreal uh unreal year last year and um you know p- plenty of talent along the park and um yeah they'll be very competitive Aiden your prediction for this team I just I just like the just the players that come back down I think that you know if they're not playing great they'd make a massive impact to that team so it'd be exciting to watch them let's go to our next team it is the Penrith Panthers and Jesse yeah this club is now riding the waves finally in the NRL, their five-year plan has come off despite the fact that it took them about eight, nine years to actually complete the ambition of that um, of that plan. Um, if you thought that their first-grade team was absolutely gunning, this New, this New South Wales Cup team should send, send shivers through the competition. Yeah, mate, hats off to the uh, to the Westies there. They've really put the plan into place and, um, you know, they've benefited off them now. So New South Wales Cup side, a lot uh, pretty similar to their 20 side, to their juniors. Their juniors have always been strong um, all the way through the ranks. Obviously, New South Wales Cup, always strong. Um, every year, they're, they're very competitive and they're the team you sort of look at and you know you're, you're going to have a, um, a tough game. It's going to be a, a, a battler and... Um, yeah, you're gonna to have to roll your sleeves up and 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 get dirty. So they're uh, they're a really talented side, and they're they're um yeah they're tough. So that'll be a good one. And and Aiden, some of the names in the, in this lineup. This is this is just absolutely ridiculous. Who they've got Arthur, the likes of Arthur Crichton, 
Paul Momorowski, who's gone just gone over there, Robert Jennings, who's gone back to the club, Scott Sorensen, Jermaine Hopgood, um, just going going through the race. Kurt Falls, who's come up through the ranks from St Mary's. You know, a lot of guys that have come through that that Penrith system now in the New South Wales Cup, and it's just showing that there's now this production line, and no matter who comes through the system, they'll come up and they'll do the job, and they'll do the job well. Yeah, for sure. There's so many good names in that in that squad. Um, even um, Mav Gara, he goes well. Um, yeah, just plenty of players that can put their hand up and do the job. They're, I think they're a scary team, and yeah, they look close to winning it as well. Yeah, well, that's what I was I was thinking with this. This would, this would have been my my other main my other main competitor for the premiership this year. And, and Jesse, you, you can attest that this is a team that has over the last couple of years been a standard bearer for New South Wales Cup. Yeah, definitely a, a top three side for me. Um, whether they can um, put it together and, and um, go well this year, well, that's unknown. So, um, yeah, definitely top three. I reckon they'll go pretty good. We then move on to the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Um, the second year that they've uh, been back in New South Wales Cup, Aiden, um, and, a, and a team that's you know starting to build and build quite nicely with a couple of uh, very handy um, signings. Um, in particular, two names that have, that have been brought to attention to sort of really keep an, an eye out for being CJ Mundine and Steve Masters. Yeah, um, I used to play with CJ when I was at um, SG Ball with him. Um, He's a good player. He he's pretty silky, and um, unfortunately, he got injured last year. Um, I was talking to him the other uh, or a couple of weeks ago, um, and he's back fully training. And yeah, it'd be good to see how he goes because I haven't seen him play um, at, at cup level. So it would be it would be good to see uh, how he plays. Jesse, plenty of other talent guys that have give, been given opportunities in. First grade from time to time, the likes of Liam Knight, Ulysses, Ulysses Robert, um, Tarn Milne. I, I don't know what Tarn Milne's doing playing New South Wales Cup. To be honest, he's way too good for the uh, for the competition. Um, and James Hassan, like there's, there's plenty of experience in this team, and and this is a, a lineup you think is going to cause some trouble. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like you said, Tane and all the rest of the boys, they got plenty of first grade experience. Um, you know they. they they should be playing first grade. Um, Jed Cartwright, blokes like that. Um, I'm sure they're going to um, they're going to be wanting to have good performance in New, Cup, New South Wales Cup, so then they can get back up to first grade. And um, yeah, I'm sure they'll be on hard. That's for sure. My prediction for this is that um, the South Sydney will be another one of those teams sort of battling um, in the top eight. I think I think they will make it. Um, it's just a matter of where they finish in particular, Jesse. Yeah, mate. I um I totally agree. I reckon they're maybe in the top eight. Um, just yeah, depending on um obviously some new players this year, signings and that. Um, they can try and yeah strap together a good performance. I'm sure they'll go pretty well. So, and Aiden, your prediction? Oh, they'll be fighting for fighting for a top eight spot. We then move on to the St George Illawarra Dragons, and if there was any other team I thought was going to look be potentially struggling this year. I think I mentioned one of them being the Bulldogs. And Aiden, this would be the other one. It is, I think, the Dragons. Um, the Dragons in NRL, I thought, hit almost hit rock bottom last year. If it wasn't for the fact of a couple of other players, um, it was only going to get worse for them. And given who's been dragged away from the Dragons this year, 
I I think it can only get worse for them, given that you've got a lot of players now being pulled up, possibly underdone. Yeah. I mean, that's the hard thing, especially with um, reserve grade, is that you're getting your good players put up to grade if your top team's not going too well. And, um, yeah, it'll be it'll be hard for hard for them if they're young blokes, as you said, who, um, you know, are coming up at such a young age. They won't have, an, um, you know, many good players playing cup, so we'll see how they go. Jesse, a, a team that I'm just looking through it, there's a couple of names of note still in their lineup, but it's going to be see how they're going to – how it's going to be difficult to see how they're going to be able to be competitive in the end. The likes of Hayden Lomax, Jackson Ford, uh, Josh Carr, and Joshua Corrick, it's, it's, it's going to be difficult for them. I see this being the start of a redevelopment for themselves in this competition – but it really does raise a question as well, one that's been done for a while in terms of where St. George Illawarra really sits now within this New South Wales rugby league system, given that their excess players aren't actually playing in Rod Massey Cup or the Sydney Shield. In fact, they're playing in the regional competitions like your Group Sixes, for example. Yeah, no, they um, they struggled a lot last year, Dragons, um, the poor fellas. They... You know, their first grade wasn't going too good, so they were bringing their players up to the ranks and um, they was pretty much leaving the New South Wales Cup team with nothing. So, um, mate, I'm sure, like you said, they're a bit of a developing team. They've um, they've got a very wide region, um, the Illawarra coastline, and, you know, there's a lot of talented players playing in the group sixes and, and stuff like that, so... If um, I'm thinking if they can scout a few players from group sixes and, and stuff like that that are capable of playing New South Wales Cup, it'll really um, really boost boost their performance. And, um, yeah, it's probably a team that, that I don't think is going to make the top eight. Um, I'll so, sort of be on the lower, lower spectrum there. But, um, you know, hopefully, um, hopefully they can pull a few strings and, and try and try and keep that development and um, transition into first grade there and and still going um but yeah well i for mine i i'm gonna i'm gonna put the mocker on them i've always got one club that i line up try and line up to make a wooden spoon prediction i I regret to say i think the dragons are my pick for the spoon this year am i being harsh i reckon you're pretty spot on there anthony um you know they are i reckon they're a wooden spoon but um you know i don't want to put the mocker on them but um yeah it's probably my wooden spoon aiden yeah, same here. Same here. The dragons. <laughs> we, uh, I'll make sure I get that censored out straight away. <laughs> um, so <laughs> um, we then move on to the final team is the Western Suburbs Magpies. Now, Aiden, in the interest of balance, in the interest of fairness, I will give you the same opportunity that I gave Jesse. Here is your moment to engage in some complete and unadulted tire pumping. Yeah, well, we got we got a pretty good side this year. Um, a lot of the boys have come up from things, and um, the cup boys from last year are still there, and they went pretty well. I think they were in the top four come the uh, when the team uh, when the season got canned. So um, yeah, we got a good side, and um, I'm excited to see how we go. A couple of known players that have come through the comp- the competition. I'm quite excited to see how they're gonna how they're gonna go and confirm if they are there. The likes of Zach Docker Clay, Daniel Sykes, Sione Tupo, um, Regan Hughes, and Brandon Tumuth. Uh, 
a team that's got plenty of talent, just a, a slight question of whether they're going to go defensively because Western Suburbs in the last few years, known as a team that can score points from anywhere on the field. Yeah, well, it's funny that those um, boys that you mentioned actually uh, have left the club. Um, yeah. All five of those boys actually left the club. I don't know where they are. Um, I know that Zach McQuay leaving is a big loss. And, um, yeah, a few of the other boys, like Sione that you said, uh, he also left. So, um, and same with Regan Hughes. So, yeah, it's a pretty new a pretty new lineup. Um, a lot of the boys went up to grade, like Ozzy Diaz and um, – a few of those boys, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll still go well with um, all those boys getting a great experience and um, heaps of younger boys coming up, so it should be good. And the the relationship that you've got going down, knowing that you do have a very healthy squad within um, within Ron Massey Cup, looking to continue that development, that connection with Group Six. Um, yeah, you know, we don't have the likes of the um, of that Sydney Shield team from East Campbelltown like they like they used to, but it's still a very handy development all the way back to um, to Group Six. Uh, yeah, is in particular the person who played a very important role with that a club legend in Shannon Gallant. Yeah, uh, who did a lot of work to continue that relationship. Yeah, well, yeah, the feed, the feed is good, and um, there's plenty of players playing. Um, and there's plenty of people to pick from who are great players. So to have um, those connections is just great. Um, of course, the Lord Mayor, Keith Topolsky, former grand announcer for the West Tigers and the Western Suburbs Magpies, probably listening to this in particular. And he is probably ringing, his ears are probably burning right now saying uh, that he expects the boys to be back then. They're going to go win the premiership. They're going to go undefeated. Aiden, you'd be, you'd be back in the Lord Mayor on this, wouldn't you? Yeah, 100%. We're going to go undefeated. There you go. You can take that all the way to Keith Topolsky's radio show. He was probably he, He's about to become your best friend now, Aiden. So yeah. um, don't be surprised you get a phone call from him in some place, all the way from Port Lincoln. Yeah, it'd be great to meet a legend like that. Jesse, you're, you're, you're going to go the exact opposite. You're, you're going to hope the Magpies um, get burned down in flames, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, mate, as much as I would love to say that. Um, mate, if you know they they were a very competitive side last year, and um, sort of a side where they didn't have many first graders dropping back, but their um, their cup side was just a, a very strong side, and they all turned up to play for each other. So, um, yeah, it just shows you like you know if you have a team all on the same page and willing to work for each other, they can they can really um, do some damage. So, mate, I reckon they'll be in the top eight somewhere. I'm just I'm not sure where, but. Um, yeah, I'm sure they'll go pretty well. Before we go, obviously a quick mention of the draw that is that has now been released and looking forward to it. Um, it all kicks off in the in the middle of March, and the, I think the big match to start off with that we're going to be looking forward to, in particular, will be Newtown Jets versus the Canberra Raiders out at um, out at Henson Park. But, ladies and gentlemen, please make sure that you mark down when. These two teams, North Sydney and Western Suburbs, meet up with each other because you're going to see these two teams play off against each other and we'll definitely be there for at least one of them. Maybe, just maybe, we might be there for both of them. More than happy to give it a quick quick plug of when the two teams will be playing against each other. Round four, Sunday the 3rd of April, 
Aiden, it is back to Lidcombe Day. Oh, beautiful! It's a good, good ground to play at. Um, in the sheds there, it's got um, it's it's got all the history there, and it's got all the um, all the photo memorabilia and stuff like that of Tommy Radonikus and stuff like that. So I think that's where he did all the slapping in those sheds. So it's good to get amongst it and um, and and be in that environment before a game and throughout the game. Well, that will be one to absolutely look forward to. And then, of course, the return match towards the end of the season, round 23, Sunday, 21st of August, 2 p.m. at North Sydney Oval. Can't wait for that. As for yourself, Jesse, of course, the the traditional, the, the two matches in particular for yourself, the traditional one against the Newtown Jets for the Frank Hyde Shield. That'll be round nine on Sunday the 8th at 2 p.m. And then the return match at 3 p.m., on Saturday, twenty third, from Henson Park, this is this is a very special day all round. Both games. Yeah, that's it. Uh, who doesn't love a bit of Sunday Arvo footy um, against two historical clubs? You know, um, Newtown Jets and the North Sydney Bears. Um, you know, it's two great clubs, two very historical clubs, both both with a lot of passion um, towards the clubs, and both yeah, both. Both wear their uh, heart on their sleeves and and play for the jersey. So, man, I'm excited and uh, can't wait. And then, of course, we can't forget. We can't go without mentioning the the Northern Derby. Well, I mean, it's it's not the traditional Northern Derby we're used to, but it is still very much there. North Sydney versus Blacktown Workers Sea Eagles, round two, Saturday the fourteenth at North Sydney Oval at twelve ten, and then the the return match. At what's now called Four Pines Park, Jesse, let, let, let's let's call a spade a spade. It's Brookvale Oval. It's Brookie, yeah. That's a spade a spade, mate. It's Brookvale, that's for sure. Um, uh, it's good. It's good. I love I love getting up with Brookie there. You know, the crowd's always loud and um, the supporters are always going off. So, and hopefully we can do a number on them. And um, and then obviously the game at, at North Sydney Bears, you can't beat it. Um, you know, we got a lot of supporters out there that that all come down to Bacchus and, um, you know, it's an awesome, awesome vibe. Everyone's passionate and, um, yeah, we want to do all the fans proud and and obviously get the win for them. So, mate, it should be good and I'm looking forward to it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you talk about passion, you talk about pride. This is where it really does exist in terms of rugby league. This is the heartland of the NRL. They, they can claim all they want, but this is where you see the next big thing. This is where you see the old rivalries continue to pepper along at a rate of knots. You don't see rivalries like this anymore. And the fact that they've still got the local connection to make that passion happen is what makes rugby league the game it is. That is full-time here on Splinters the Bench podcast. And what an episode it was. It's so happy to have our two guests here. Jesse Marshkay, first off, thank you so much for joining us. We look forward to coming down and calling the North Sydney Bears throughout the season. Thank you, Anthony. Appreciate it, mate. And um, looking forward to the season. Aiden, best of luck this year. We look forward to calling, um, look forward, I guess, first off to calling your game against um, North Sydney a little bit later on. All the best for the season. We hope to see you a little bit later on this year. Thanks, mate. Appreciate your time. Thanks for having me on here. And um, I appreciate all the hard work you do in the in the junior comps. It's awesome. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end for another episode of Splinters on Triple H. Make sure you join us next week because we will finish off Part two of our preview for New South Wales Rugby League, which will include Ron Massey Cup and Sydney Shield. And we will likely have a few guests 
who have covered matches of this course for ages. This has been Splinters the Bench podcast on Triple H 100.1 FM, streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcast.com. Apple Store, YouTube Music, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeart, and all good podcast sites. Of course, we do it all for Atlas Chartered Accountants, the Hornsby RSL, ISC Sport, and The Post. On behalf of Jesse Marshke and Aidan Perry, I'm Anthony Caruso. Run hard or run home. Good night. Thank you for joining us for Splinters, your no-holds-barred sports podcast. You can also find us streaming on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au and available for download at podcasts.com and all good podcast and streaming sites.